This is a HeadGum Podcast. We've all been there. Rummaging through pipes, dodging man-eating Venus flytraps, grabbing coins, fighting hammer-slinging turtles, and stumbling upon polka-dotted mushrooms, eating them, turning into giants, and going on full-blown rampages. Relatable. Huh? Wait, wait, what? Huh? Huh? Super Mario! He eats the mushroom, Mm -hmm. he gets big and strong. He he eats the mushroom, he gets big and strong. Yes, 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 yes. Schedule 35 is kind of like the Super Mario mushroom, but for your mind. Okay. Schedule 35 will send you precisely measured microdoses of psilocybin that you can take daily to enhance your day without seeing, well, man-eating Venus flytraps. Oh, okay. There is an emerging movement around psilocybin, and it's proven to help with mental health, PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And studies have shown that psilocybin works by creating new neural networks in the brain, which help boost focus, creativity, mood enhancement, and help fight addiction. I've had friends with PTSD who have used psilocybin and said it completely changed their life. Pretty cool. And Schedule 35 ships all across Canada and the U.S. and is the most notable brand currently operating in the space. All products come with guides that make microdosing easy to understand. All customers will need to be age verified, 19 plus in Canada and 21 plus in the U.S. They will receive an invite code. Oh, so I probably have to prove my age. Uh, let me get out my Adel, you're 60. driver's <laughs> license. Okay, fair enough. For all of our products and to get an invite code, visit www.schedule35.co. Our goal is to destigmatize and re-educate on the science and real-world benefits of psilocybin, as well as making it accessible for everyone. Because mentally, sometimes I'm like, you know, the princess is in another castle, and I can't deal with that. <laughs> I need something. Amen, Mario. Aaron, how do you say it? Is it Mario or Mario? Marry me. Oh, okay. Aaron, <laughs> Something's no. on the right. So get 15% off with code RIDDLE at schedule35.co. That's 15% off at schedule35.co. And use code RIDDLE. And when you use Schedule 35, you're going to win. Right? Right? Yeah, that's right right for that thing. You're going to win? Yeah. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. No shit, all Sherlock. It's Hey Riddle Riddle. This is Adel Rafai. JPC. And Aaron Keith. Are we sticking to that still? Our names? Yeah. yeah. I would, most, I would like to part. change my I'd love to amend my name. <laughs> I would like to go by Aaron Keith now. Oh. Yeah. But didn't you already, you legally changed your name? Yes, I did. We know the last to name. To Aaron Keith. <laughs> <laughs> we know your last name was Pittman. Uh-huh. But we don't know your first name. I never, and I'll die with that secret. Was All it right. stupid? Yeah, <laughs> stupid Pittman was my name. <laughs> I, I got uh, merciful, mercilessly bullied, and so I changed it. It's just a preview of the sweet, sweet content you're going to find <laughs> on this show. <laughs> first name, stupid. Uh, we are doing another mailbag episode where we read listener-submitted riddies and puzzies. Um, we do that anytime we have a special guest in the studio. We did that last time with Arnie Niekamp. And today we even have a, a more special guest um, Whoa. <laughs> do you think that's going to hurt Arnie's feelings? I hope it does. <laughs> I hope it does. Um, he is the host of uh, a new podcast. New podcast is which is what we're calling podcast. In um, the industry. We're elongating the A <laughs> um, just to give it a little more regal feel. He's the host of the podcast, uh, The Empty Bowl, 
which you should check out. He's um, one of the co-hosts of My Brother, My Brother and Me, one of the co-hosts of The Adventure Zone. He also does a podcast called uh, Sawbones, which is amazing. He's a New York Times bestselling uh, author with the um, Adventure Zone graphic novel, uh, TV show My Brother, My Brother and Me. Uh, what am I missing? Uh, Trolls Saw- 2, recent Trolls 2 voiceover Yeah, I just actor? recorded that. Just got that down. Uh, Sawbones, the Sawbones book in fine bookstores everywhere, October 9th. I've pre-ordered my copy. You should do the same. Uh, and if you haven't guessed by now, it's Mr. Justin McElroy. Hi. What an honor. Please, it's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, it's great to have you on the podcast. This is oh, stupid, thanks, and I'm Aaron. <laughs> I like that of all of the hosts. Uh, the guest host is the one who committed to the bit of having the name Kevin and us three idiots um, stuck to our real names. Aaron, we should get a t-shirt that says I'm with stupid that I can wear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, yeah, it is. It is my pleasure. I've been enjoying the 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 show so far. I love uh, brain teasers in a way that is pretty lame. Like I uh, when after our daughter was born, we were stuck in the NICU for a week, and I actually like bought a bunch of lateral thinking puzzles to mm-hmm. like. So just when my wife was really at her wits end, I would swoop in to lift her spirits with a good old fashioned, like <laughs> the termites were eating his cane like, the whole time. Great. Hour of our life right down the toity. Uh, that strategy, that, that paid off, right? <laughs> that was a winning strategy. Um, I mean, we got through it. Okay, I guess it distracted her for sure. I wish it wasn't in anger. Yeah, it flipped her into a rage. Do you and Sydney get get upset at Rudy's and Pussies? Is that is that something like the typical like these are so bad? Um, you know, do you know this is actually like <laughs> something that I know you all have experienced going into this is like you give your heart over to a good Rudy or Pussy, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just hope. <laughs> That it is going to be true to you, yeah. and it is not going to break your heart. And I wish there was some way of like, there should be labels on on Riddies and Puzzies. Like, yeah. hey, this one, it's not going to pan out for you. I will yeah. say this is not going to come together. We actually uh, just did um, a uh, uh, an Adventure Zone. Uh, we worked on an Adventure Zone project with the the Mysterious Package Company, which does mm-hmm. these like uh, mailing. Uh, stories like they mail narratives basically that have a bunch of puzzles in them and it was so nice for once to be in the, good hands the, the riddle master the puzzle <laughs> master I know all the solutions yes I recorded <laughs> audio for them ah I'm the king of them but yeah we love I love riddles and or puzzles well maybe what um, we'll do in in this episode specifically is I'll let for um, any puzzy already that's gonna be upsetting I'll call it a heartbreaker so I'll be like this mm. one's a heartbreaker because we have the same thing where it's like you see a the analogy I'm gonna uh, poorly use is that you see a glint of white in the sand. I can't wait to destroy this analogy. <laughs> <laughs> you see a glint of white in the sand and you start to brush it away and you're like, okay, there's a femur. Then you see another glint and you start to brush it away and you're like, there's a jawbone, there's a tailbone, and you're slowly uncovering. Wait, I'm sorry, you brushed away a jawbone <laughs> and a tailbone? No, Was this no, a dinosaur there's... that died eating ass? <laughs> Please, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's how all dinosaurs die. <laughs> yeah, that's Asting. a mass extinction. <laughs> ass extinction. Oh, I should have said ass extinction. No, too late. Oh, dang it. Uh, but as you're slowly uncovering the fossil in the earth, slowly unearthing it and, and desanding it, then uh, at the very end, you, you think you have uh, the full picture in view, and then suddenly it's it's um, just all turns to goo. <laughs> <laughs> that analogy <Whoa>. went nowhere. <laughs>
<laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I got it. There's the first puzzle. <laughs> Why? I've given That's myself a, a riddle lobotomy, and I just feel nothing. <laughs> I just know they're going to break my heart, and I'm like, no, nope, forget it. I, you can't hurt me because you can't get close to me. I'll never love another riddle. <laughs> uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and start. This first one is from Marty Piper. Uh, Marty sent us already that says, there is one word in the English language that when you add an S, it becomes plural, and when you add another S, it becomes singular again. What is it? So not so much as a, as a puzzy already as, as an English lesson. Yeah, not so much fun as it is <laughs> trying to pick one word out of the entire thing. <laughs> so, guys, let's let's okay. sim- let's simplify. Let's make this a, 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 an abattoir to scroll down. <laughs> Think of all the words in the English language. Got it. Okay. Add an S. Okay. Now add another S. I actually sassafras. <laughs> S- I don't know. The answer is viper because if you had one S, you have vipers, and if you had uh, two S's, you have vipers. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'll take my check. Close. <laughs> Uh, so one S and it's singular, two mm-hmm. S's and it's plural. No, no, no. You add one S, so it's a word with no S in it. You Are you add, sure? I'm sure. Okay. There's no S in the word. Then you add one S and it becomes plural. You add a second S and it becomes singular again. Does I one of it. the S's I go at the, the beginning or the end? Uh, they're both at the end. Justin, uh, did you say you got it? Ah, uh, yeah. It's nipe, N-I-P-E. You add one S. It's Nipes, which is plural. Mm-hmm. And another S, it's Snipes. There's only one, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Always bet on black. Uh, uh, okay, I'll, so Justin got that one. He gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> we are, this is, uh, whose line is it anyway, style keeping track, so you get one point. Um, I'll give you a hint, and then we'll move on. Okay. Uh, the hint is Spin Doctors. Ah. ah. So I was uh, born in the early 90s. Then you would nail this. The oh, the no. word is two, uh, twos <laughs> and stews. <laughs> prince. Uh, yeah, prince. The word is prince. Uh, you add an S, it becomes princes. You add two S's, it becomes princess. Dang it. Aaron still looks deeply confused. <laughs> I know, I'm just mad. Okay. Aaron, the Spin Doctors were a band from the 90s, 2000s that had a song called Two Princes. And it, it went, I'm, I'm the one who wants a bit of bitty with you. Something like that. Yeah, when I'm the one who wants a bit of bitty with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. When two princes stand before you. Just oh, go, go ahead, ahead now. now. Yeah. Dee, dee. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Aaron and I sang the same words. It's a song that should be called Just Go Ahead Now, but was miraculously called Two Princes. That was in every movie for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It still is if there's like a flashback scene in a movie. Like that's the song that cues you into it's the, the 90s. Early, yeah. Yeah. Or early uh, 2000s, maybe late 90s, who knows. Here's one that's a, a little bit of fun. It's not, a t- it's not a lot of fun. It's a little bit of fun. This is from <laughs> Taylor Mushtair. Uh, I'm sorry, the last name is Mushtair? I think so. Are you looking at a picture of Don't a person named Taylor? Don't make fun of them, they're a fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when yeah. is that the rule? <laughs> Taylor says, Susie works as a butcher's assistant. She is six feet tall and wears size eight shoes. What does she weigh? I know this one. Is it meat? Meat. It is meat. Yeah. Kind of a, just a fun nice. little jaunt. It's fun Ooh. because it kind of sets you up to guess a woman's weight, which is a cool <laughs> trap. <laughs> which is a cool trap to put people fun in. To do at <laughs> uh, this is from Brando Ochoa. A man throws his stick across the river. It doesn't say a stick, it says his stick. A man throws his stick across the river and his dog goes to retrieve it on the opposite bank. The dog returned only a few minutes later. How is it possible that the dog returned dry? A man throws his stick across the river. The dog goes to retrieve it on the opposite bank. The dog returned only a few moments later. 
How is it possible this dog returned dry? Okay, so are we saying that the dog did not stop at a bar on the way back and get liquored up? He didn't fall off the wagon. Wow. Kudos to the dog. Five years. <laughs> I assume. He got his token. Is it canoe dog? The dog with a canoe? <laughs> you would have to tell me if it's canoe dog. <laughs> Legally. Legally. If it was canoe dog, I would have fucking said it's canoe dog. Yeah. Legally, just, you must. Legally, you have to trap <laughs> It's a classic fable of canoe dog. We all love Sunday paper morning cartoon. Canoe uh, dog. Uh, old Man Puzzles, are we allowed to ask some questions to this? Because I feel like there's one burning question that would simplify this whole thing. I'll, I'll answer some yes or no. I, is there a bridge involved in this? No. Okay. Is the bank a, a bank where you get money? Uh, no. Oh. Oh, can, can you read the exact text? Uh, I would like to ask some specific wording questions. A man throws his stick across the river. His dog goes to retrieve it on the opposite bank. The dog returned only a few moments later. How is it possible that it, the dog returned dry? Um, the dog didn't have the stick. Uh, nope. The dog got the stick. Well, then why doesn't that. it say it in the <laughs> riddle? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. JPC, you're getting your heart broken again. Here's what I'll say. Based on uh, all the goofs and gags we've had so far, all the all the uh, uh, giggles and bits we've had, Justin is the closest with Canoe Dog. Interesting. I can't believe he's the closest with <laughs> Canoe Dog. This uh, is a dumb riddle and I'm out. The, the specific wording of uh, he threw his stick uh, <laughs> reminds me, I was uh, driving in the car with a friend once and he was driving, there's a, a, a van full of people who were driving to a gig and he saw a dog walking on the street with a, um, a stick in his mouth and he said, look at that dog and his stick. But everyone in the car heard, look at that dog and his dick. And we all thought, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you point that out? Everyone has their own proclivities. <laughs> Um, let's do this. While we're pondering this. Um, Pond. Just, <laughs> That's the answer. Are you giving us a clue? <laughs> oh, no. I ruined it. I pooched the deal. Um, Justin, do you mind doing a little bit of role playing? Uh, you picked the wrong podcast if you minded doing role playing. He sighs uh, like I sigh when either of you say anything. Kindred spirits. <laughs> Justin, do you, do you mind if you do a little role play? We cannot move on until we get verbal consent to do that role play. <laughs> okay, I'll do role play. Awesome. Uh, Justin, let's have you be um, this man who's, um, you're going to be the, uh, Canoe Dog's owner, okay. and you're training, uh, JPC, you're going to play Canoe Dog. You're training Canoe Dog to um, to do what Canoe Dog needs to do. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we, <laughs> we take you to uh, the Great White North. No, see, you have to hold huh? the paddle. Huh? Dog, you've tested my patience for the last time. <laughs> yeah, I know, you don't have thumbs. You've made it real clear over the past few months, dog. <laughs> Listen, you pick up the paddle. Okay. You waltz. I swear to God, Richard. Oh, I'm sorry. Richard. I'm listening, I'm listening. What the hell? Why am I wasting my time with canoes? This dog can talk. Everybody. Wait, forget this shit, You write your goddamn mouth. All right, Richard. Nobody can know cool, that man. I can talk. Nobody hey, can. Hey, neighbor, were you yelling something? My dog doesn't do anything. I heard word that your dog can talk. Blank, blank, blank. Oh, no, Richard. Oh, all right, you, quick. You keep quiet. You don't say a word about this. Help me roll the bodies in the canoe, Richard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Shove, sink, play, play, play. Was that you kicking back a thing of whiskey? <laughs> and see. 
funniest part of that is a dog named Richard. <laughs> the perfect crime. Uh, dogs with people names. Uh, I love Justin that you shouted, my dog can talk. And then the moment there's interest, my dog can't do anything. Well, he threatened my life. <laughs> so no, that, I, that's, I, I, I did I, Okay, you were good. right. No, you were okay, right. Okay, good. I was. I, I knew there was an answer to the improv. That I wanted to that, right? <laughs> no, you know it. As with improv, there is a right and wrong answer. <laughs> um, so, any any thoughts on what the answer to this? Is there? Is? This is stupid, but all <laughs> riddles are stupid. Yes. Is there water in the river? Because otherwise, I mean, I know it would be a valley, probably otherwise. But there's there's water in the river, right? Um, there is water, but uh, it's ice. It's ice. It's ice. Uh, nice. You got me there. <laughs> nice. It's it's Canada. The river was frozen. I like that they can't even just say the river was frozen. You actually they have to hinted to that to the north. The yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I blew it several times. Oh, and the stick is a stick of dynamite because they're ice fishing. Mm-hmm. And the dog grabbed the lit dynamite and blew up. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Very good riddle. And I get it now. <laughs> good boy, Richard. <laughs> Um, Adel, I can't believe you passed up an opportunity to play a dog. I've I done never. a thousand improv shows with you, and I've never not seen you play a dog who could talk. My go-to character, Justin, in improv is like an asshole dog <laughs> who usually pulls out a cigarette and starts to smoke it. I love that. A um, lot of attitude, sounds like. Oh, a ton Adel of attitude. Um, and also, I think last episode or a few episodes ago, we decided that our... Um, our mascot for the podcast is going to be Riddy Kitty, mm-hmm. who's a kitty who puts on human clothes and join the workforce. But I feel mm. like Canoe Dog is an equally good mascot. <laughs> yeah, someone please draw Canoe Dog. And if the Riddy Kitty ha- episode hasn't come out, just a peek behind the curtain, the way that we select episodes is we take them all, we jumble them up in our hands, we throw them up in the air, and then we all scramble for which one we post online first. <laughs> That's how I test out Riddies, is I throw them <laughs> against the wall, and if they stick like spaghetti... <laughs> They're, they're good. Uh, spaghettis and pussies. Um, here we go. This one's from Autumn. Autumn says, um, and this is going to be a bit of a longer one, so hold on to I hope butts. it's. I hope it's a long autumn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Please don't. It's been a hard summer <laughs> for me, personally. There is a green glass door. Only certain things can go through the door. Here is a list of things that can go through the green glass door. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vetoing this riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. If this is a riddle that's going to require me to write something down, I'm all. Uh, I'm already out. Uh, should I? Should we write this down? Is it going to be worth writing down? Um, no, I think we can mentally uh, catch it with our mental net here. Okay. Well, you think we can? Um, Justin, your veto cannot go through the door. But here's what can go through a door: a llama, a ball, feet, grass, a goose, Minnesota, root beer. Here's a list of things that cannot go through the door. A mouse, people, hand, dirt, duck, Texas, and soda. I think I know. A puppy can go through, but not a dog. I think yeah. I know. A kitten can go through, but not a cat. Quick a poop can go through, but not a shit. Double letters, double letters, baby. Yeah. Double letters, double letters. Is it double letters? You guys heard the new Justin Bieber? It is not what you'd expect. (laughs) (laughs) A lot more sort of like Schoolhouse Rock inspired. (laughs) Double letters. Uh, That's double letters, yeah. Is the answer double letters, Adel? It was. It didn't take as long as I thought it would. Are you mad? Adel's mad that we didn't struggle with that. No, I thought we'd just have fun with it, but we didn't. I also, <laughs> I also think that might just be his face. I have... No, so many people come up to me and are like, All right, is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is just how my face looks. Because my eyebrows are kind of like 
furrowed. Yeah, but you told me you do pluck those to be specifically like that, correct? Yeah, I want to look like Christian Slater. And you had those eyebrow tattoos? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People always think I'm sick. I remember once in high school, I went to the nurse to get Band-Aids for my class, and the nurse was like, lie down. You're going to fall over at any moment. You look like you're going to faint. I'm like, this is just my... It's just my face. <laughs> I just look like I have the flu all the time. I remember specifically walking in Chicago and a guy was walking near me and he apologized to me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I must look very mean and angry. <laughs> Justin, I feel like you have one of the more jovial uh, faces of all time. Do Thanks. people, do random people just like walk up to you? Cause you look, you always look so open and happy. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, no, really. no, no. I'd love to lean in here, but. Probably not. I mean, I'm just a guy (laughs) on Earth. We're all here Mm -hmm. uh, on Earth. People are, I think, just the usual amount of friendly to me, Mm -hmm. I would say. Just like the regular amount. The people here are friendly, though, in my hometown here of Huntington, West Virginia. Everyone is so open and warm that it's just hugs. You know, you can't pass somebody without hugging them. Does everyone know everybody in Huntington? Uh, it's a town of like 50,000 people. So not really, but it is the kind of place where people say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if that, if that provides, yeah, that some, makes, but, but that they makes don't sense. actually mean it. That probably provides enough color. I've, <laughs> I'm just asking the question that was on the blue card, Justin. You sent it in. Uh, you, <laughs> clearly you wanted me to ask you. You gave us the pre-approved <laughs> don't questions. Don't treat me like the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like when I go, whenever I go to visit my mom who lives in central Illinois, she lives in Kewanee, Illinois, which is like 14,000 people. She'll be like, what's new in Chicago? And I'm like, not much. And then I'm like, what's new in Kiwani? And she's like, well, the Tanzillas had a break-in. And then they found that the Cervantes boy was the... Yeah. And she'll go through every single family in town and like tell me their business. The sad thing is, like, Huntington may very well be like that. Maybe when I was younger, or perhaps for my parents. I work on the internet, and nobody here knows what I do or understands <laughs> it, really. So, like, yeah. other people may be like that. I'm like... Uh, people on the outside are like, do you ever hear anything about Justin McElroy? I don't know. He disappeared. Like, nobody <laughs> goes in. Nobody ever comes out. I haven't seen oh, him for a decade. Hermit? <laughs> Justin You've McElroy been on, like, a burned missing... down a hundred years ago. He's <laughs> right. been on the missing person bulletin board in the <laughs> police station. Um, this is from, uh, I'm going to say this incorrectly, and I do apologize, from Louie Hussin. Uh, Louie Hussin writes, and I feel like this is a good one. This is our first non-heartbreaker, I'll say. Okay, cool. Um, this says a boy is given two medals that once belonged to his uh, veteran grandfather. One medal is a medal of honor given for his service and bravery in World War One. The other is a medal of honor given for his serv- service and bravery in World War Two. The boy later goes to a pawn shop to see how much the medals would be worth. The man at the shop what tells the fuck? The, <laughs> you know, you get an heirloom, you, you want to flip kid. it. You, you're always flipping heirlooms. The man at the shop tells the boy that uh, even without an expert present, he can tell that one of the medals is a fake. Which medal is a fake and why? Okay, so there's a medal from World War One and a medal. Uh, it's for service and bravery in World War One, and the other one is for service and bravery in World War Two. Oh, well, which war were people less brave in? Well, there was no bravery in World War Two. It's historically a war for cowards. cowards. <laughs> Justin, you have it? Yeah, I have it. But do you, is there any other jokes? That, should we do? Jokes <laughs> I don't so, have it. Do you have it? I do not. I do not have it. So uh, we should take some time to make sure we get all the good jokes out there. Yeah, uh, just like I'll just put it in my like little card here. Like, definitely know it right now. Stop the timer. I've got it. <laughs> Gonna sit on it for a few more jokes. So Justin does get the point for this one. <laughs> just trust, trust on this. Um, he says grandfather. It's his grandfather. Yeah. 
Okay, Aaron, so let's let's think about this historically. We're both students of history. Uh, World War One. Uh, that was around... Rats and trenches. Rats and trenches. Rats and trenches. S- stopping the fighting for one night to sing Silent Night. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I think it was both uh, wars. I think they did that in World War II. I don't think as well. so. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I thought they stopped to celebrate Christmas. They stopped to just sing Silent Night. Yeah. Yeah, just it was song. it was yeah. mid-March. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, can and we do a not quick... Not the season, the march. They were marching <laughs> and they stopped. Yep. Uh, Aaron, can you do a quick rundown of all the wars you know? Sure. Uh, the one where <laughs> Abigail Adams watched from a hill. And list them all as if they're Friends episodes. The one, <laughs> the one with. The one with <laughs> Abigail Adams watching from a hill. Uh-huh. Uh, the one where. That's the first war. Uh, uh, cousins were fighting cousins and brothers were fighting brothers. Um, the war no, of 1812. The one, the one, the one, the one that was in 1812. <laughs> um, the one with the trenches and the rats and Silent Night. Uh, the one uh, where we won. And then that guy kissed that girl in New York City on the last day. Yeah, Hitler kissed Ava Braun <laughs> in New York City. And then blew both their brains out. And then the one where all the uh, hippies were pissed. Uh, and then and then they get sadder because they're closer. Yeah, like Captain America versus Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are they fighting their best friends? The and Iraq one, the other Iraq one. <laughs> and the one with Alan Alda. And then the one with Alan Alda. And World War Z. Uh, yes, that's all the wars. World War Two ended. Everybody looked at each other like, "Well, that was the last fun one." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, all, they're all gonna be real bummers after this. But we all had a hell of a good time out here today, didn't we, folks? We had a blast, and our sons are gonna die in the middle of Vietnam. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone was secretly wishing that the Nazis would come back one more time. And hey, we might get our wish, right, guys? We'll follow the old man wherever he wants to go. <laughs> God, okay, so um, let's see a quick role play. Let's see. Um, uh, let's have who does the best German accent here? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Adel, okay. You must do the best German accent here. Okay. No one would say it if you didn't have it. Um, so Justin and I are going to be uh, German soldiers <laughs> in World War II. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and then JPC and Aaron are going to be. Um, uh, the allied forces are okay. going to be Americans. Um, and this is where we're going to take a, a, break, a, a break, a brief pause to celebrate a Christmas. So this is the negotiations to, uh, to cease war, cease fire, to okay. celebrate Christmas. Gotcha. Okay, I, I can start. <laughs> and anyway, they let me into the army, even though I'm from America. I wanted to fight for you guys. That is crazy. Can you? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I'm kind of a maverick. I guess you could say. I guess we will call you a maverick. You know, the other day, maverick, people were saying you do the best German impression. Uh, you know what? Bump set. I'm bump setting you for us. Pardon me, Sergeant Keefe. Uh, (laughs) I just wanted to thank you for letting me, a German traitor, into the American (laughs) army. It's very (laughs) kind of you to do such a thing, and I do hate my home country and all the Nazis there. Well, we lost one American, and eye for an eye. Ah, yes, the exchange program is, <laughs> has always been a very good point of pride in Germany. Wait a minute. What day is today? Why, it's Christmas wait, Day. Wait, wait, little boy. <laughs> what day is today? I'm not, I'm Why, a... it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> Oh, good. Blammed it. Boy's head explodes. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, that's war. I mean, no point sugarcoating it. That's I've, killed, I've killed your little boy servant. Faith Klaus? Winter princess. 
stand before you. You shot me, Sergeant Keith. Ah, nine. You shot nine shots. You shot my friend nine times. Also, I knew you weren't German because when you held up the OK sign. And scene. Okay, so I think I have the answer. Um, the answer has to do with metal. All of the metal was um, boiled down in World War One to yes, make tanks and bombs. It's all plastic. Um, so it was all plastic back then. Uh, so a, a metal metal uh, would be a dead giveaway. Um, I don't have the answer. That's where we get the phrase "worth its salt." Mm -hmm. uh, they they wouldn't have known uh, that it was the First World War uh, <gasps> after they fought it. Oh, it was the Great oh, War. My That's exactly body right. of proof. I knew that. Yep. Um, during World War One, they did not call it World War One. And I took AP European history and did okay. Mm -hmm. And yet, I actually <laughs> only got that because I once did an Encyclopedia Brown mystery where the first Battle of Bull Run was inscribed on a saber that uh, Encyclopedia Brown figured out was a fake because they would have known it was the first Battle. Of first Bull Run. Battle of Bull Run. Wow, oh, that's clever. good. And so, I didn't get it because I'm an idiot and I don't know the answer to most of these riddles. Just so everyone's clear with. I just don't want it to seem like I figured it out. <laughs> I've, been, I've encountered this puzzle's brother before, and I and I. So we give the point on this one to Encyclopedia Brown, <laughs> right? Donald J. Lobel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is from David McGuff. Uh, I feel like this one's pretty good. The it's crime dog? The, uh, McGuff. Take a, <laughs> take a bite out of puzzles. Uh, a man and his wife raced through the streets. Uh, this is in a, it doesn't say, but it's in a car. A man and his wife raced through the streets in a car. They stopped, and the husband got out of the car. When he returned, his wife was dead, uh, and there was a stranger in the car. All the windows were rolled up. The doors were locked. It was not a convertible. And there was blood everywhere. What happened? Oh, my God. A man and his wife are racing in cars, separate cars. No, they're in one car. They're in one the car. man and his wife raced through the streets in a car. They stopped, and the husband got out of the car. When he returned, his wife was dead, and there was a stranger in the car. The doors were locked. The windows were rolled up. It was not a convertible. There was blood present. Uh, what happened? I think I know the answer, but I, I have to ask a question um, mm -hmm. that I think I know the answer to. Is the wife a dog? Uh... No. The wife is I'm, dead, I, though? I have no clue. I have no clue. I, the wife. I, I very much enjoy on this program how frequently, and it's pretty much every riddle, I'll read the riddle and then almost immediately repeat the riddle as if to acknowledge that everybody's brain is like, eh, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll be back when he's done. I feel like every riddle has these like one key word in there that you really have to like go back <laughs> right. and pay attention to. I Justin, if you were in studio, you could see that uh, every time I talk, uh, JPC and Aaron's, their eyes glaze over like great white sharks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't stop moving like and then they don't stop shark. moving. A um, little thought bubble of a mouse drinking horchata comes A couple things I would like to say. I think I know the answer, but also so many riddles have women dying in them. Oh, yeah. It's Just like, a quick reminder that a lot of people have written riddles with women dying. But also, did she have a baby? No. <laughs> Also, let me see. Did I say who wrote this one? It's David McGuff. I met him in Chicago. Uh, he, he came to a show. I think a World News show, maybe. Or Devil's Daughter show. Oh, there you go. Um, Justin, any thoughts? Any, any inkling? I, I feel like Aaron got it. She had a baby? That's right. Yeah, he's racing. Did she die, though? Racing to the hospital. The wife was about to have a baby. The husband and wife drove to the hospital. The husband left to get a wheelchair, but the baby was born in the meantime. But she, the wife died? Yeah, I guess we could still do that, Puzzy and the, and the wife 
lived. Yeah. Yeah, why uh, does she have to die? Like, you know, what, I, yeah. people die. Love yeah, Billy. for sure. No, we, no argument. <laughs> we tackle, we tackle. Okay, so Aaron is very right. Uh, it shouldn't always be women that die. We should be killing an equal number of men on this podcast. Uh, and the older and whiter they are, the better. Uh, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I do think um, that uh, death is not something that we will run away from. We will tackle the hard topics on a riddle riddle. I don't like to think about it. That's true. I, well, as, I feel like the only reason the wife is dead is, is so your answer can't be, I don't know, just ask her. <laughs> like, right? It's <laughs> mysterious because all the clues have, have, have been extinguished. So we could, but we could still find a way around it by saying the husband and wife were in a huge fight. Yeah, right? but if it's a husband and a wife, they're going to be in a huge fight. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I remember <laughs> what it was like in my house. In the relationship. <laughs> Uh, well, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more putties and riddies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hi, welcome to my yard sale. Um, feel free to look around. Let me know if you have any questions. Um, okay. I have some BetterHelp uh, and a cooler here if anybody needs any. Oh, you have BetterHelp, the online therapy BetterHelp in a, in a cooler? Yeah, that's right. Oh, cool. It's like entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to my schedule. So I can sort of like message my therapist anytime and get a timely response from them. Yep. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with licensed therapists. Uh, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. All that is right in my icebox here, my little cooler. Oh, my gosh. Huh, and it's, it is, it's, it's better help. It's the service better help, right? The one I'm thinking of, it's a, you know, uses online therapy as a safe space to get things off your chest and kind of figure out whatever's going on with you, kind of giving you an opportunity to talk through that. And that's that's the service BetterHelp? Yeah, it's uh, located inside the cooler here. But yeah, look cooler, around, yeah. look around. We have sure. some books, we have clothes. I mean, I use BetterHelp and it's the best therapy I've ever had because it works totally. I don't have to drive anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't have to stress about it. Huh, okay, that's great. And I guess if... You know, for anyone who's listening, because there's some people here at the yard sale, it, I guess I would say to everyone who's kind of here at the yard sale, you could give BetterHelp a try if you're trying to th- get into therapy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash riddle today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash riddle. Uh, actually, I opened the core. I have I have bottled water. Oh, oh okay. That's where the confusion was. Yeah. I see. I see. I guess we'll take some of these pants with the butt blown out. Betterhelp.com slash riddle. Adel, JPC, mm. I am a mind reader now. I can read your mind and predict things about you. Mm, prove it. What am I thinking about right now? French fries. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Great. Now mm, I'm let thinking me about think. French fries. Ugh. Hmm, it seems like I bet that you two have subscriptions you've forgotten about. I bet you've signed up for free trials of things and forgotten to go back and cancel. Or just forget that you have subscriptions to streaming services that you're no longer using. Is that correct? Oof, we did just on the way over here sign up for frenchfries.com. Yeah, it's like a uh, monthly. Mm-hmm. They send you french fries in the mail from all over the France. All over the France. 
Well, don't fear. You can now use Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. And I'll tell you a little secret about me. I've been using Rocket Money way before they became a sponsor of the show. Wait, now I'm reading Aaron's mind. Aaron, are you thinking that Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features? How did you do that? I'm the mind reader. Okay, I'm going to put my stuff in Rocket Money and just going to go over some of the... Okay, so it can show me all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, it can help me cancel it in a few taps. Let's see, what do I have here? Um, Freshfreets.com, Frenchfries.com, OnlineFriesNow.com. OrderMyFries.com. Uh, WaffleTaters.org. Rate my salt. What could that be? Oh, it's a French fry website. Okay, cool. Well, JPC is reading these. I will tell you that Rocket Money can even try to negotiate lowering your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. It's like having a personal assistant. It's amazing. And I don't want to deal with customer service because... All of these services I'm using are French. And that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say about that. But if we've ever dealt with French customer service before, I just all say. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash riddle. That's rocketmoney.com slash riddle. R-I-D-D-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash riddle. Well, Aaron, uh, you saved me some money. Should we all go get some fries? You read my mind. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Battle GPC, come over here quick. Okay. I what, what, what? created a hilarious new website. Ooh, oh. Squarespace? Yeah, Aaron, yeah. did you use Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online? Is that what you used, Aaron? Oh, big time. I used Squarespace, and it was super intuitive and easy. Okay. Super intuitive and easy. Sounds like my Friday night. Well... Got away from me. I got jpcisold.com, and it's a website totally dedicated to how old JPC finally, is. Finally. Okay. The albatross is off my neck and onto another's. I'm looking at jpcisold.com, and I'm noticing that it also has flexible payments, which it also says in parentheses things that JPC can't do. I guess it's a crack at me being old and not flexible. But exactly. it looks like it makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment tools, accepting credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offers customers the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. Mm-hmm. And I can sell exclusive content on my site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. I teach a class on how to best call you old. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, it's already sold out. Yeah, and it looks like they also offer video collections. Uh, JPC video, uh, it's sort of like drawings. Um, when you flip through drawings really fast with your with your thumb. Yeah. You can upload video content, organize your video library, and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. Aaron, I got to say, this is a beautiful website, and I wish it was happening to anybody else. But it's happening to you. And if you want it to happen to you, wait, hold on. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash riddle to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. JPC is old. So old. And now back to Hey Riddle Riddle. I'm sorry. Hey Riddle. And we're back. Our next riddle here is from Michelle R. Um, we'll assume the last name is Riddle. 
<laughs> a man. Or her name is Michelle. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. There's no space between the E and the R. Her name is Michelle. Um, the, the, the most beautiful word in the English language, Michelle Dor. The only way to make that singular is to add an S, but if you add two, it makes it plural. We're done here. <laughs> a man is writing a letter. The power goes out, and then he dies. Why did he die? He was writing a prayer to God, and God didn't hear him. You're, oh, you're so close on that. (laughs) (laughs) Weirdly so close. Could you read it again? I was thinking about that mouse drinking. Of course. I love horchata. It's the best trick. (laughs) Someone draw that, too. That's Justin Bieber's new single, horchata. Uh, A man is writing a letter. The power goes out, and then he dies. Why did he die? The letter that he was writing was the final R in the word murder. Uh, no, but you're not, you're not. Justin, do you know? Yes, I know this one. I've heard it many times. He was writing a letter to the power company to request that they turn his power, that they not shut his power off. (laughs) Dear power company, I hope this letter finds you well. I implore you. To whom it may concern. (laughs) To answer your obvious question, no. I still have not paid my outstanding balance. (laughs) But I want to appeal to your humanity, power company. Yes, again, (laughs) I realize it's been several years. The man was Dr. Frankenstein. Yes. Uh, the letter he was writing was to his monster. Yes. I don't have an ending for this. <laughs> Just keep talking until you find it. I usually do. Aaron, do you have a, do you have an inkling to this? No. You can ask me some, idea. some yes or no questions if you like. Um, is the recipient uh, is the person who was writing the letter too important? No. Really? No. Okay. Is the activity important? The fact that he was writing a letter in the first place. He, the, it's not. It's not important. He was writing a letter. It's how he's writing it that's important. He was writing a letter. The power went out, and then came back on, and he died. Uh, no. Once the power goes out, it's out. He wasn't writing like a traditional piece of paper. No. Okay. Was he writing with a piece of like a typewriter, a piece of technology? Uh, he's writing with a piece of technology, but not a typewriter or computer. Is he writing with a pen, and the power goes out, and he keeps writing, and he doesn't know that the paper has stopped, and he keeps <laughs> writing, and he's writing on his leg, and he gives himself ink poisoning, and he dies. Cause that's the, what it is. That's what so it that's is. So that's how most of these teens are dying nowadays, is from the ink poisoning. So he's huffing on a jewel, <laughs> and he's just like, he's going crazy on it while he's writing his letter, right? This kid's smoking a big Tide Pod. <laughs> He's eating some Pad Thai pod. Okay, so he's, is he underwater? Uh, no. Is he in space? Uh, close. So he's in the, uh, what's the layer <laughs> I mean, between like, Earth I and space? I feel like, is he in space as well? That has to be clarified. Yeah. As much as same as, like, canoe dog. <laughs> like, it's uh, is he on the moon? No. Too, too, too far too off. Too far off. Uh, too far up. Is he in the clouds? Yes. Cumulonimbus. Yes. Stratiolonimbus. Yep. Airplane. <laughs> yeah. He's skywriting. He's skywriting. Yes, and the he's power a, he's goes in a out. Plane, the power goes out, and he crashes. He was writing a letter in the sky. Wow! And it doesn't matter that he was asking Susie to marry him. Uh, no, that does not matter. That's over she, the top. She would have said no because she yeah. was she was a hard She's no. Kissing some navy guy in Times Square. Public <laughs> proposals like that are humiliating. Is that true? Public proposals. One skywriting is never a good idea for a proposal. I, I'm hurting someone's feelings by saying this. Do what you're going to do. Okay. Be specific to your partner. If that's the case, then Aaron, I have a question. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 
Um, let's do this. Get this marching one. band out of here. <laughs> this is one. Uh, uh, this is one that I feel at least fifty, without hyperbole, I think fifty people sent in. So let's go ahead and do this one since we've never done it. But this might be one that w- one of the three of you probably have heard. Should we go ahead and give credit to all fifty people that? Yeah, wrote this them all. who's the person that you're going to give credit to? Well, uh, I'm going to pass up the list. Aaron, here's your list of your okay. names and here's mine. Here so the person who uh, that I'm using their email, this is Darby Fackler, mm-hmm. which sounds made up, but I, it's true. And got, Crenshaw I got, McGibbons. I got Hunk Just, Dibley. <laughs> uh, Chance LaCroix Smith Peppers Mine just says JPC over and over <laughs> JPC why did you submit this riddle Will so you times? marry me No <laughs> Okay fine uh, cool Got one here Torrential Better smoot. that way Smandive <laughs> 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 Okay there's, here's what It's a pod- podcast microphone uh, uh, co- Coffee coffee table wall- bottom, bottom of a cup Wallet keys uh, Spinny chair Water uh, cooler <laughs> My name. <laughs> Your name. <laughs> uh, but thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you, everyone, who submitted this riddle. Uh, uh, please never submit it again. <laughs> a man lives on the 60th floor, 66th floor of an apartment building. When he goes to work on sunny days, he takes the elevator all the way to the ground floor. When he comes home, he rides the elevator to the 36th floor, then takes the stairs the rest of the way, the rest of the way up to his apartment. But on rainy days... He rides the elevator all the way down when he leaves for work and all the way up to the 66th floor when he comes home. Why can he ride the elevator all the way up on rainy days, but not on sunny days? Uh, He's yeah. a fish. He's a fish. The main's a fish. <laughs> What's to be done? <laughs> no, Michael Palin, I'm so, I'm so sorry to say that's wrong. And thank you for popping in for one line. Uh, he's a mermaid. Uh, no. He's a merman. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I know the answer, so I'm going to keep uh, doing bullshit. <laughs> I actually don't know it. I've never heard this. Justin, you heard this one? I don't want to say yes because that's like puts Aaron into the least fun posca- podcasting situation in recorded history. Well, yes, that's what I always do. happens to yeah. me. Uh, Justin, that's not true. <coughs> Arnie currently holds that belt, so uh, oh. you, it'll be pretty hard for you to take it from Arnie. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah. All right, well, I'm alone here, and I'm going to figure it out. Okay, Aaron, Aaron, I'm going to give you a hint. On rainy days, he has an umbrella with him. That's not a hint. That's the whole it's riddle. Whole riddle. Well, it's just a, this says it's a hint. <laughs> <laughs> if your friends Wait, told you jumping r- off a bridge was a hint, would you jump oh, off the bridge? Oh, I know. Okay. Wait, real quick. Here's the hint, thing. Hints I know can be what answers, it is. right? Hints are answers. Let me say it because I figured it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I got it a little bit without your hint. So uh, he's a short and he can't reach the number. <laughs> Real quick, 66. did you say he's a short? He's a, he's, a, he's one of those a short people. Um, and he can't reach the number 66 yes. without a long umbrella. But he's stupid. He should just bring his umbrella every bring day. Bring your umbrella every day. Yeah, bring your umbrella every day. If that's the solution, to, to walk up like 30 flights of stairs, just carry the umbrella. So the answer is he's a short. He can reach the ground level button when he leaves for work, but can only reach the 36th floor button when returning. When it rains, he can use an umbrella to hit the 66th floor. I'm so confused. His building doesn't have an elevator operator? What kind of building is he living in? He's a poor. He's not a poor and a short. <laughs> a poor and a short? I, I, was, I, I, felt, I was worried because I felt like we were poking fun at uh, him for being short. I was about to put in a PSA, but... Uh, that like we weren't doing that, but now that I know he's poor, I feel like we yes. should really open up. <laughs> we have a hard rule this in this show. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Um, can we do some role playing to see um, 
Justin, why don't you play the um, the front desk uh, at this uh, apartment complex? Perfect. Can he play a human that works at the front desk, or do we have to make Justin play a front desk? <laughs> My name is Desco. <laughs> Justin will be the front desk. Uh, JPC, you'll be Perfect. the person working the front desk. Um, and then, Aaron, you'll be a kid mm-hmm. um, trying to, to pose as someone who lives there. But you live on the 69th floor. Excellent. Okay. Oh, 69th floor. Very cool. Just for fun. Okay. <clears throat> My name is Desco7000. How would you like to interact with your residents today? Desco, I already told you I'm not leaving my wife for you. <laughs> Please, think about <laughs> it. I have so many ports. <laughs> I have thought about it, and I love your ports, but it just... Excuse uh, uh, me, it, I'm it, a it, gentleman. It. I certainly work at a bank, and I fired a lot of good men today. Here we go. I have a mustache and a trench coat. <laughs> Off to my 69th floor I go, where I have a wife and a kid who I don't know how to connect uh, to. Excellent, Anyways. sir. <laughs> excellent, sir. We can send you right up to the uh, 69th floor. I just need your um, thumbprint for Desco to open the access port. Uh, oh, oh, I don't have a thumb today. What a strange coincidence. <laughs> Do me a favor, kind mm-hmm. sir. Yes. Press the button for me in the elevator. I'm a short, but I am a gentleman. Uh, Desco, uh, are we allowed to use my thumbprint to give a guest access to their home? Whoa, I'm sensing a lot of sexual tension <laughs> between the two of you. Am I interrupting and something? I didn't realize it was that obvious. <laughs> Please present I mean, the thumb. <laughs> Okay, here's my thumb and your and my thumb here, Desco. And my thumb. Mm, yeah. I'm too reach, young to be watching this. Oh. Oh. Yes, the thumb's touching. Yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, okay, you lower. you you get the hell out of here, kid. See, see, see. Doorbot lock. <laughs> Uh, scene, or we could time dash 10 years in the future when <laughs> Desco 7000 and uh, the guy have a kid. Did you guys see the robot? Re- the, the, did you guys see the RoboCop reboot? It's He's the son of a desk and a kid. <laughs> it's it's very boring. It's very boring. Yeah. It's very, they have to be partners and solve crimes? <laughs> All right, desk and kid, get into my office. Uh, let's, do, let's do one more. Does that sound good? Sure. Yeah, um, and we'll make this one. Uh, this funny, is gonna, good. This is going to be interesting. Heart, this is a heartbreaker. We got to end on a heartbreaker. Yeah, call this uh, Puzzy Shawn Michaels because it's going to break your heart. A man is found dead at the bottom of a mesa in the middle of a vast desert. He is completely nude, and there are no footprints or tire tracks going to or from the body. He is clutching a straw in his hands. What happened? What's a mesa? Is it just a... What's a mesa you? Okay. Well, I walked Mesa's r- like a jar. Right into like a you're jar. a mesa-ing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know Jackie Mesa. Okay. comedian. Uh, he's found dead at the bottom of a mesa? He's found dead at the bottom of a mesa in the middle of a vast desert. He's completely nude, no footprints or tire tracks going to or from, and he's clutching a straw in his hands. Did he fall from the sky? He did. Oh. He d- uh, here's some hints. He died from falling. And I, that's, I guess that's hint, singular. Naked uh, with a, a straw. A mesa is an isolated, flat-topped hill with steep sides. Uh, here's another hint. And what's a straw? He, <laughs> ju- he jumped willingly. Did he jump from uh, the top of one of the cliffs? Nope. So he jumped did He jumped out of a plane? Nope. Justin, do you know this? No, I'm sorry. I've been sitting He's naked, and he has a straw in his hand. Let me tell you something. No. There's no way to... <laughs> There's no way to, to extrapolate or glean this from the information. Okay, okay. So this is a bullshit riddle. So he's naked with a straw in his hand. So he was potentially 
doing some mescaline um, since he's out in the middle of the desert. Uh, and he's got a straw. It's, Keep in mind that in some parts... It's months from now when straws are our most precious resource. <laughs> <laughs> he is... Someone on the plane <laughs> fights him for his straw, the last one mm-hmm. in existence, refusing to give it up. He leaps from the plane. <laughs> wait, no, wait. He takes off all his clothes. So wait, Justin, lit- literally, this is the last straw? <laughs> oh, it is in a world the last straw. where straws are money. <laughs> <laughs> one cop, a desk, and a little boy. <laughs> uh, put it in my port. He, um, he jumped willingly. He jumped willingly. Here's another. Uh, Skydiving. I, I said the other one. He died from falling. It, okay. Is the straw that he's clutching, is it a drinking straw or is it like a straw like hay? It's neither. It's a euphemism uh, for his penis. Got it. We've all been there. No, it's, a, it's like, um, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's, we'll say it's a straw like a. like a Drinking straw? Drinking straw. And it doesn't matter? It, it doesn't okay, really okay. matter. Okay, okay. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't. What type? It doesn't matter. The length matters, so I'll say that. The length of the straw matters. So he drew the short straw. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he, it's not, he didn't come from a plane? No, but it's, that's pretty much it. A hot air balloon? Yep. Yeah. I think, I've, I think I might have, maybe I've heard this one before somewhere. Buckle in, fuckos. Here's the answer. Why is everyone naked in a hot air balloon? The man was... I believe the phrase is fuckle in, buckos. Fuckle in, <laughs> buckos. The man was with others in a hot air balloon crossing the desert. The balloon began to lose air and sink, so they threw everything overboard, including their clothes, to lighten the load. Mm-hmm. That wasn't enough, and they realized they would have to draw straws to decide who would sacrifice themselves and jump out saving the rest. Okay. So that man's a hero. I want to see a scene. She's also a short. <laughs> I want to see a scene. Um, uh, Adel, uh, Aaron, and Justin, you're all in a hot air balloon. Uh, you're, at the, you're at the end of this. You're, you've already dumped all of your clothes, uh, so you're all completely naked, and you're trying to figure out um, how you can uh, save your lives so you don't crash in the desert. Oh, we're in quite a pickle, aren't we? Hmm. Oh, I sort of had a thought, a random thought. Oh, please. Eleanor, uh, please put it up. I feel like three's a lot. Three's company. Three's company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. and, and what if it called me crazy? Oh. No. One of us, one of us uh, got the hell out of Dodge. I love it. Hmm. I love it. Daniel? Oh, I, I think I could, I could live with that, literally. Because can I ask you something, Gregory? Um, In- indeed. I don't mean to be insensitive, oh, no. but certain... Uh, People talk, and I have heard rumor that your father is a uh, Desco 7000. <laughs> Therefore, you're clearly the heaviest, and you need to go. Well, let's go around and say, uh, can, I know you're a woman, but can I ask what you weigh? Well, I'm six foot tall, and you I wear size You know what? This is awkward enough. Chew. I'm going to jump. This has actually gotten weird enough. I'm just going to jump. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm jumping. Thanks. Wait, 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 we wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Give me the straw. Wait. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he took the crazy straw. <laughs> Why would he hold on to the fucking straw? What? <laughs> what part of my, my triumphant, like, this is my last one on Earth. I better hold on to this dumb straw. What a humiliating way to be found. We're not going to throw out the iced coffees. They're all empty. It's actually no way. And it's worse for the environment. Here's what I love is that they threw out their clothes, but they didn't throw out the straws that they eventually used. Yeah. To. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Again, is this how hot air balloons work? I never mm-hmm. really think of, like, it seems like they would just kind of, like, gr- like, worst case scenario, you would gradually sort of, like, <laughs> drift to the ground. Like that. Well, so I guess they're in the middle of the desert and they don't want to be stranded in the desert, but also hot air balloons are not for transit. Like, you're not mm-hmm. using it to, like, get to a place. That's I'm- how I got to school every day. <laughs> Must be nice, money I got bags. tea. Well, so, Aaron, you lived in a dream growing up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lived in a dream. <laughs> 
And I, all, my teeth fell out every day, but my legs were water. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. How, how do you not, um, before you, you know, have a person jump out, how do you not all hang off the side and take huge craps? <laughs> and why wasn't that part of the riddle? Shaving. I think the, the, riddle, the riddle should read, he's alone in the desert, no tire tracks or anything. There's a big pile of clothes, a big pile of craps. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. A bunch I can't. Of hair. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that when other people are watching. We'd all turn around. We'd all turn around. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like I get it. I'd rather someone die than have like a gradual 10-hour descent. No, the, the, that's not what the riddle's like. The riddle's like they'd land in the desert and all die of like starvation. But if they keep going, they can get to a place. Maybe. You and hot air balloons are the fastest way to travel. Is this based on a true story? Yes. Cool. Yeah, is this is based on the Titanic. <laughs> 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 uh, Justin, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's been uh, a genuine pleasure. You got a great show here. Thank you so much. We're big, big fans of all you do. So thank you for taking the time. It means a lot to us. Uh, anything that you want to um, put out there into the ether? I uh, still just want to circle back to bit.ly forward slash the Sawbones book. You could pre order it, or if this has come out after October 9th, just buy it. Uh, it's a good book, and it was hard to write because I have a lot of kids. <laughs> I most likely will come out after October 9th, so please go just buy buy the book. Buy a bunch of copies. Buy the bunch of copies. JPC, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, uh, you can. If I mean, I think we're in October now, so you can listen to the campaign podcast. Uh, we just wrapped our uh, Star Wars uh, saga of the campaign podcast, uh, and we are on our uh, new saga. So please give that a listen if you like actual play podcasts. Which, if you're listening to this, you might like actual play podcasts. Aaron? Uh, follow me at Aaron Keefe 2 on Twitter, and I'll plug all my shows there. Don't forget, point. when you say follow me, you have to say like Uncle Cracker does. And you still don't know the song, correct? No, I still don't know it since the last time you checked. Uh, you can email us at hrrpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Hey Riddle Riddle and Instagram at Hey Riddle Riddle. We also have a Facebook group. And uh, for me, Adel, you can check out uh, my other podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. Check it out. Have a good time. And uh, Aaron, uh, what's your favorite J word? Jupiter? <laughs> there it is. Awesome. That was a HeadGum Podcast.